Hi, I'm Ori. And I'm Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and today on Bread and Butter, today's theme is about beauty standards. Yay. Yeah. Um, so, to start off with, um, the beauty standard has changed a lot over, over you know, the, the past few decades. So what did yeah. you consider as beautiful when you were growing up? I don't know. I think, I think when I was younger, I really like, I was really drawn to characters that was most like me, because like oh. I don't know, you know, it was like, I think people like say like it's not that that important to have characters that that kind of are modeled after like children, like children of color and stuff like that, like. And I realized, like, not like like subconsciously, I guess, that like most of the characters were white. So oh, yeah. I was really desperate to find all these characters with black hair. I'm like, I have black hair. <laughs> so I think, like, yeah, that's why I found like, do you know Gabriella High School Musical? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, she's so pretty, and I was like, cause like I don't know, I guess I could see myself in her, and I was like, you know. I don't know. Oh. In terms of like, and not necessarily. I guess I guess I didn't really think about it that hard. I just thought I was just like the person that looks like me. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is my favorite character, and she's pretty. Oh. I, I think it's more of like I want to feel valid rather than a oh, I, no. I'm pretty. You know. Yeah. Oh, that is so sad. Yeah, I see now. Yeah, I see why now. Yeah. I feel like for me, it was actually like the opposite. Like I wasn't aware of beauty standards like as a child. Honestly, like I think I Damn. like I what do you call it? Matured kind of late. I, I just stayed as like this in this childlike mindset for a long time. Those are late bloomers. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and and like, I think without realizing it, but because I lived in like a predominantly white society, like my favorite character of like these TV shows would always be that white blonde girl. Like, oh yeah, she's the prettiest. She's always the main character. I hadn't re- actually realized that because like, I, I was never like, I don't think I was ever like insecure of what I looked like as a child, even though I was like tanned, I wore a hijab, I had glasses, and like, it just never occurred to me, I think, but like only like, um, you know, once you like hit puberty, I guess, and then all of a sudden, I don't know, you, you care about yourself, your appearance a lot more, people start pointing out what you look like, your acne and all of that, yeah. 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 Actually, it, it's funny that you say that because I don't know. I was I don't I wouldn't say that I was obsessed with beauty when I was younger, but but like there are some instances where I just like remember and I was like, wow, that's kind of sad. Like, like what? Like when I first got glasses, I was like eight, and I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, like people not gonna like me in school <gasps> no. because I'm gonna look so bad no way like usually, yeah because in tv shows they always make the ugly characters people <gasps> with glasses so I hated glasses and like and then 
And then I was like, oh my gosh, what if I get braces? I'm going to be extra ugly. Oh, no. Later on, I did get I did get braces, but like, no, I kind of stopped caring at that time. So mm, like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. For me, I got I got glasses when I was eight too. But I remember I was so excited. I was like, Is oh my god, these? I'm going to be so cool. <laughs> But like, no one really cared. But I was like, so yeah, funny. I have glasses, you don't. Yeah, it was really, yeah. I was such a carefree kid, honestly. Yeah. That's so sweet. <laughs> That's so sweet though. Like, I don't know. I feel like, it's not necessarily a stigma against glasses, but like, at least like from the shows that I've watched, I would just felt like, oh, of course the people who wear glasses are ugly. Aww. And I'm like, now I'm like, glasses? Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's not really as a, as bad now. Yeah, honestly, now it's a fashion sort of statement. Yeah. Also, there's quite a lot of people that I know that they're like glasses. I'm into them or something like that. Like they find really? glasses hot. <laughs> yeah, they're into people with glasses, and wow. I was like, oh, okay. Wow, I would not think of that. Oh, wow, wow. Okay. <laughs> I think it's like, oh, it, it like they seem more intelligent. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I see, I see. Yeah. Um yeah. trying yeah, to think. I mean I mean it, you didn't struggle with glasses though, but like was there anything that you felt like there was like a specific part of you that you felt like you were a bit iffy of? Or oh, were you just um, really happy with yourself or you didn't care? I think the first insecurity I ever had was probably my nose. <laughs> but like now it's totally fine. Like I do not, I have accepted my nose. Your nose is so cute. <laughs> but like, because like, you know, obviously the Asian kid in a white society, because I used to live in the UK. So everyone had mm. like these small button, button noses, as they say, I think. And then I had like the flat, squishy nose. And I just remember like, I don't know. I remember I used to be so like caught up in it. I'd be like, "Why is my nose so thin?" <laughs> like it really. I think I don't know. But like nowadays, like it's all about acceptance, you know. And like yeah. our features, our ethnic features, are are a result of like our ancestors and how they adapted to the environments they lived in. So like, you know. We need squishy noses to survive in yeah. Asia. So, yeah. Wait, going on that topic, um, I don't know if it applies to your um culture, but like in our culture, like there was this thing where parents would squish their children's noses really, really hard, and they're yeah. like, "We're gonna make your nose yeah. not flat." Oh my! Literally, because like, my grandpa used to do that to my mom literally every single day like before she'd go to sleep like oh. like he'd kiss her good night and then like squeeze her nose like <laughs> as hard as he could but like, i love you squish <laughs> yeah literally but it actually looked like my mom has like the sharpest nose i have ever seen on a malaysian so it worked yeah i just didn't inherit i don't know i just found that really interesting how know, it was right? like i didn't know it was an actual like i didn't know it would actually work but I guess it did. I don't know if it applies if it applies to this as well, but there was this um, Indonesian kid that I knew when I was younger and his dad was pretty short and I think he was really concerned 
that his son would end up being short as well. Oh. So what he would do, instead of doing that nose thingy, what he would do <laughs> is stretch out his kid, what? like literally by the arms and just stretch him <laughs> up and be no. like, you're going to grow taller. And he's oh. actually really tall now. So, <laughs> you know, what? like. Wow. Okay. That is. Okay. What do you call that? Like stretching therapy or something I don't know it, I guess it works it works yeah like that's the that's the Asian way just stretch push <laughs> physically molded yeah. into the shape Moldy. you want yeah yeah oh, that's just I don't know <laughs> yeah yeah um what about you what what was like your first like insecurity that you were aware of as a kid um like yeah maybe my body hair oh yeah I think it's something that I still struggle with now though because like like I don't know I don't actually know where I began like I my memories are not that good but like I just remember thinking like I really wanted to shave and I remember asking my mom like oh when can I shave my legs and she was like no and I was like okay and like I don't know. Uh, it's kind of, I mean, it's the pathway to to acceptance, like you said before. It's still kind of hard, especially when it's like there's like a family member, like like as a joke, like like some of my family members would be like, "Oh, your your legs are like a man's, or like oh, or something what? like That's that." So rude. Or like, as <laughs> a like, joke, bro. I don't know it's I feel like it's the Asian culture thing because like they kind of do that to my cousin like like her nickname is fatty and I was I remember being like why why is that her nickname and like she didn't seem offended I mean she's really young and I guess she was raised in that culture even more than I was right and my mom was like oh yeah that's it's kind of how the culture is it's like it's like they mean it in an affectionate way so like yeah I was thinking like "Mm, what if she got an ED in the future because of that you know a bit off. Yeah, I think it's kind of like it's kind of like I don't speak for all Asian cultures, but at least like Indonesian culture. Like I feel like they kind of they're very they can be very blunt sometimes and like mm, yeah 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 without specific features. And I'm just like oh. yeah, I don't know what's up with that. Like I think honestly, I think I think I saw like a post about this, and it was like um like because you know it's usually like like the stereotype of like the aunties like that specific auntie or something and like it it was talking about how like um when when those aunties like point like your own insecurities it's just a result of their own insecurities but as a result of like their Mm -hmm. the high beauty standards from their own past as well and like they never I don't know kind of like I think it was also like with like conservatism like um when they like point out oh you're not wearing whatever conservatively and they'd be like oh why are you wearing that you look fat or something but that's like as a result of the conservatist conservatist conservative like society they grew up in and like their own insecurity as a result of it I don't know yeah something like that I mean it's it just creates this whole like like cycle of like you, you feel insecure, so you make other people insecure, you yeah, make the future generations insecure, and I feel exactly. like it's so toxic. Like, yeah, I agree. 
You know what's also toxic? What? Misogyny. <laughs> the transition. <yes. laughs> yeah, I really want to talk. I feel like misogyny is a very big part. Like, dude, literally, my whole insecurity about me shipping my legs is because of misogyny. Like, literally, it was, it was, it was like literally men's shaving um, companies and women's magazines trying to make a quick buck you know and they were like you know what we could do we could exploit their insecurities yes dude you know like that's so annoying like 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 there was this post that i saw that was like every time i feel insecure about my hairy legs i just think about all the old rich white men profiting off my insecurities and that makes me not feel like so like upset about it anymore and I was just yeah. like yeah you kind of have a point you know exactly. like, like obviously if people want to shave like yeah you you could do it but I don't think it should be something that necessarily stems from insecurity I feel like that it's really sad you know like shave it I it's it's easier said than done but like I don't know just doing things that you want to do with your body because you want to do it and not because you feel like someone else is dictating you to do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm gonna make cookies in a couple of hours. Okay, wait for me. Close the door, puppy. Oh, it was my Aww, sister. She asked sister. when I was making cookies. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, what were we talking about? Sorry. Um, oh, we're talking about misogyny. Yeah, and like how you should be doing whatever you want to do with your body because you want to do it yeah. and not because you feel expected that you should do it. I don't know if it's just you though, but like, do you feel like it's kind of harder as like females? Because I don't know, like, I feel like I feel like a lot of the time when when there's like, um, I guess a woman in her in her field especially if it's male dominated, I feel like when either when something goes wrong or like it or like men disagree with her, they kind of start attacking like her facial features. Yeah. Or like her her appearance overall. Yeah. Yeah. Like as opposed to like her actual like actions, her character. But like I I just think it's like it just it kind of just shows like um I think it's like reference I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's like trying to show, it's basically as a result of the patriarchy. It's like, oh, we see a woman like in this male dominated occupation, she's coming. They probably see her as a threat. So you know what, we're gonna like attack her. And what's the best way to attack her through her insecurities, through the societal expectations. Cause like we expect her to be pretty for us because yeah, let's objectify Uh. women. Let's tear her down because she's not meeting up to that. She's not meant to be here. She should be at home looking pretty. Doing the, yeah, the dishes and all that. Yeah. <laughs> she belongs in the kitchen. Yeah, that terrible, terrible expectation. Yeah, just like, I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of, it's horrible that like, that like your your looks is is kind of like determines on how 
how legit your your facts are or like whatever you have to contribute only matters because you're pretty enough to society like yeah just because you're ugly (laughs) doesn't mean that like doesn't mean that you don't have worth and I feel like it's some it's a very big problem um now actually because I feel like every time there's some guy like 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 just person who like I guess is like kind of controversial or like does something bad and like um or something like all the haters start attacking on their looks yeah you know and like I saw this TikTok that was saying like every time you attack someone um bad for their looks you're also attacking someone who good with the same looks you know so I think it's very important that you don't value people for their looks that is very yeah like I see a lot in like in like YouTube comments and like stuff like that like like obviously some of these people they're mm, they're they're like I guess the, the point of views that they give out or the things that they've done are horrible like yes but you should point out what they've done rather than how they look, you know? Mm, yeah, I know, right? I feel like, like, I think that ties into, like, pretty privilege. Like, if, mm. you're, if you're pretty, then you're more likely to actually gain the respect of, like, your audience. Whereas if you're not, then, yeah, you're, you, you're not valued at all. And that just really sucks. I'm just, like... I'm just curious how pretty privilege came to be though because like it's not like is it something that's like that was just that just came to be or is it like I don't know like I feel like racism had like a specific origin you know like like there were these group of people who were like oh yeah God said that we're better than them you know and then like this started like this whole like systemic problem like you know this mess and like I'm just thinking like where does pretty pretty privilege come in you know like yeah I was I was thinking about like not like not pretty as in like like now that you've mentioned it I was thinking about like oh yeah um white supremacy and all that like yeah you know but I was also thinking about like how pretty privilege could just be like I don't want to say it's human nature, but it could be because I remember reading about like the origins of beauty and like how every human, of course, has desire. And what makes humans desire other humans is like beauty, obviously, which like appe- like their physical appearance, like because, mm-hmm. you know, like primitive, like nature and all that. Yeah. And like beauty is essentially tied to symmetry of your face of your body Mm. so like the more symmetrical you are the prettier you are but like I don't think literally it's like if I could cut you in half and both halves are the same (laughs) oh yes like my wife (laughs) yeah (laughs) I think that's like such a weird thing though like I would never have thought it was all down to symmetry yeah we are more math- mathematical than we think, I guess. Ew, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Saul hates maths. Yeah, I do not want to hear about <laughs> it. But I think at the same time, that isn't necessarily like 
a completely solid theory because like other people mm. do have their own preferences in beauty yeah so it yeah. is interesting it can be defined however you want to define it but going back on the whole human nature thing like i think i think a part of me also agrees with that like i like you know like if you if we take examples from nature like like peacocks i guess are the easiest example like yeah. you see like how they choose their mates they choose they choose the one with the prettiest feathers, you know? And I guess it's because, like, wasn't it, like, it's, like, a sign that they're, like, most capable of fathering or something like that? I don't know, like, I, this is, there's no science behind this, so, um, if I'm wrong, please don't, like, attack me. (laughs) Wait. But just, like, yeah, what were you saying? (laughs) Sorry. No, like, that has just made me think, because in, mother nature among animals it's mainly the male who has that visual appeal like peacocks with their feathers lions with their manes but like in our society it's it's meant to be the women who are supposed to be visually appealing like men you're doing your job wrong exactly (laughs) (laughs) yeah um yeah that is just weird okay yeah what were you saying No, I was just saying that, like, like, yeah, like, just in human nature, like, I think, like, you, like, you said, um, pretty privilege is probably stemmed from human nature, but, you know, it's, like, kind of that thing where it's, like, how you're raised, and, and how you, and how, like, there's, like, this thing where it's, like, um, when you see someone, and then you form your opinion, like, there are two thoughts, like, one, is how you're like, raised and conditioned to think. And then the second one is usually how you really think. Like, Ooh, yeah. Like if you like see someone and you're like, oh, like there was an example that was like, that I saw on Tumblr that was like, oh yeah, I felt really horrible because I saw this person and I was like, oh, I, I thought they were ugly. But then like the second time I was up, then I thought again, like, why, why should I do that? Like, why should yeah. I think and oh assume God. things? And like, you know? And like, I think, I think it's, I think pretty privilege is a problem in terms of like, we've kind of let it, let our nature run rampant. Like, like, obviously, yeah, we will be drawn to things that we find pretty and that's okay. But it's a problem when you start disrespecting people and dehumanizing them just because they don't fit into your standard of what is beauty. Like, like, I've seen it. I feel like this is an attack on men. Like, I've seen a lot of guys that literally think that respecting women is just respecting the women that they find hot. Like, there are some guys in our school who literally, who literally have, like, they don't even see nor like girls that they don't find attractive as people. Like, like they treat them like trash, and then like, oh, because she's hot, I'm gonna treat her like like it's. I feel like it's both dehumanizing both to the people that they don't find attractive and also to the one that he finds attractive. Yeah. Like, oh, I only give you respect because of your face. I mean, or your appearance, I guess. Yeah. You know? Horrible. Sorry, yeah. Attacking. Uh, This is not supposed to be an attack on men, but um, sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) It had to be said. Yeah, definitely. Because... 
Uh, I think it's just gone too far to the point that you can't really get rid of it because it's yeah. just like so ingrained today. Yeah, exactly. I think, yeah, I mean, we're not like, I would hope that we are a civilized society. You know, I think, I think we've kind of moved past on like trying to excuse everything for human nature. You know, I think, I think obviously there are times where, where it's like, yeah, this is part of your nature, but we're trying to strive to be, to be better, you know? Yes. And like constantly blaming it on like, oh yeah, it's just how I am. Take it or leave it. Mm. Like sometimes you can't do that, you know? Yeah. You can't. Yeah, I don't know how else to explain it. It's, it sounds really weird. No, no, no. Your your point is really like like it's a very uh, see. I can't talk either. Um, it's a very <laughs> it's a worthy a very worthy point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I feel valid. I uh, know. <laughs> but yeah. Um. Wait. I forgot your point now. All of a sudden. Um. It was. <laughs> It was um, just like valuing people only for their beauty and only respecting people. Yeah, I just hate that a lot. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like that is something personally I have experienced and I've like grown to hate a lot. Like, it's just, just like, who knowing, hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> just who like, hurt you? Who do I have to beat up? Like, when you, when you don't have pretty privilege, like, you just it just sucks because like you know yeah you just you just eventually start accepting that you're not going to be the first choice you're not going to be um respected or like given any attention unless you're like noticeably like very i don't know impressionable very or, like, pretty like like if you've yeah. accepted your ugly so like you'd have to like rely on other things about yourself but like usually oh, yeah usually even if you have like an amazing personality but you're ugly like sometimes that still isn't enough like yeah and that is just a really bad like position to be in yeah and also like how a lot of the beauty standards are very eurocentric so i feel like this kind of like yeah <sighs> yeah like i feel like it's something even more that people of color face you know yeah not that not that like white people can't like experience not feeling like good looking or anything but just feel like because society has kind of determined more eurocentric standards to be better looking than any other ethnicities it's kind of that's kind of messed up because we should be embracing everyone's appearances from their origins wait i like i'm pretty sure poc like take up the majority of the world right not white people yeah okay no. yeah that's that's just even more messed up like how did you come to that conclusion how are you, how are you exactly. making the majority of the world feel that way like that is horrible yeah exactly or maybe or maybe it's because they're the minority so they're like they're rare you know like how people like rarer things they kind of vet it because it's rare yeah no wait that makes it seem like i'm kind of dehumanizing it but like i don't know i feel like I, that's not what i'm trying to say i'm just trying to say yeah. that like like you know maybe they're like i'm well okay but actually that doesn't really work because because they exoticize like asian things, oh yeah so. oh, it's just so weird honestly this is yeah. so <laughs> 
you're a history major. Maybe it's maybe you have you have ideas as to why I don't know. Um, I was thinking like was it something to do with colonialism and like you know like their military power? You know. Uh yeah. I mean, I mean I haven't I haven't studied colonialism yet. That's for next year. But like from what I know. <laughs> Because of course the British Empire was like massive, and I've heard that when they did colonize all these um countries and like Asia and the rest of the world, like like they would like 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 I remember um uh, yeah I remember reading um about like Korean beauty like um the whole concept of having double eyelid surgery, which is like such a big thing there now, was like. It started from the idea of like this white man who was like, yeah, let me let me just like invent this way. Surgeon, right? Yeah, to make to make these Koreans have like look more white with double eyelids. Yes, they will love it. Yes, let me capitalize off their insecurities. Did he even take their consent? Like, like how how do you do that? Like, I mean, as in like, did he get their permission or did he just like? experiment oh. on them and was like oh my god oh my god i don't know <laughs> but that's a thought oh god <laughs> that's horrible if he did but like oh, i hope not oh. yeah oh yeah and then also in like i think it was world war one but i'm really bad at my like dates and everything but like the war with nazi germany <laughs> i'm such mm-hmm. a disappointment but like um basically the second world war Oh, is it? Oh my God! Look at me, my teacher, my history teachers. Please don't listen, because um, like basically what Hitler was trying to do, like um, within like, because um, he wanted to make um, Germany purely German, and he wanted to create this Aryan race, which was like mm-hmm. everyone's gonna be blonde with like blue eyes, like they they'll look German. We don't want anyone who <laughs> doesn't look German. So yeah, that obviously that affected a lot of people, and he would like breed like all the blonde people together and like all like the strong people together to like to create these like superhumans I guess it was it was very weird yes also ironically wasn't he like brown haired <laughs> yeah like, he, he didn't even look like <laughs> his ideal type or whatever yes. you know? <laughs> yes. sorry I don't know I just said that so what the frick? yeah dude why yeah double standard kind of weird like you're obsessed with these specific features but you don't really have them so who are you to say Mm, imagine if it no this sounds like a really scary um alternate universe but imagine if you did win like and people (laughs) were kind of indoctrinated to like think that that blue eyes and blonde hair are the ideal would they like overthrow him because oh my god doesn't fit that. the ideal <laughs> yeah i would love to see that yeah no <laughs> but yeah i feel like that that could possibly happen honestly but like when you said that like but like when you think about it isn't isn't like this like one of the standards to have blonde hair and blue eyes i remember that was standard like when i was in the uk as a child everyone was like oh i wish i had blonde hair Oh, my eyes are green, not blue. I was like, bro, I have brown, black eyes. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I don't know, because I think it's it's kind of, my experience was kind of different because 
everyone else was different just like me like yeah like the okay. school that we go to yeah. I was literally there my whole life and like and like dude like when I was younger international days were really big like I feel like it was something that I really felt like they really they properly celebrated like the international days that we have now are were uh, like are nothing in comparison to what we had then and and I, it, it really felt like everyone was really embracing their own cultures and oh. stuff. So I think in terms of like looks, I was never really like, oh, I wish I wish I was a white person because because no, not everyone was white around me and no one really yeah. said like, oh, I want to have blue eyes or blonde yeah, hair. Or yeah, yeah. They did. They never really said anything because I think we were kind of taught in school like, oh, embrace your own culture and stuff like that but that's not to say that I did not I was not affected by Eurocentric standards because I do remember embarrassingly when when my when I would go home from school in the car I would like it was kind of like a game where I would like try and escape the sun's rays in the car because I didn't want to get darker <gasps> oh no <laughs> oh my gosh oh yeah yeah like so the there whole, was yeah. that you know yeah yeah that's like, a, like I'd go like I'd like squish myself and like move from side to oh, side like wow oh my gosh you know <laughs> yeah so it was a bit it was a bit weird but like yeah <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how else to explain it but yeah I think I think I I don't know where that came from. I think I think so because obviously my parents they they didn't come from an international community. Mm-hmm. They came from Indonesia. So I think maybe they subconsciously brought all those like beauty ideals as well. So oh. you know, not oh, that they would wow. say like wow you're dark, but like but they wouldn't say that oh you're dark, but like like I guess like I don't know. I think I think where my dad's from, there's a lot of like Chinese immigrants. So there's a very high chance that we're like, there's like, you know, um, Chinese ancestry. And because of that, like they are very much paler than like, like, like people who are considered Indonesian, you know? So I think hearing the whole like, cause like my dad is pretty pale. So I think hearing Indonesian people go like, wow, you're so pale or like, you know, like, wow, you're like your dad. Because when I was younger, I, I think I was much paler. Than I think, yeah, it was a bit like, oh, being pale is a good thing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I've mentioned this to you before. But yeah, that was that was basically what my brother experienced because my brother he, he inherited all like like the great, 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 somewhere great grandfather Chinese genes. And he, he really looks like he's like from East Asia. And like my mom, he got like the really pale skin as a child. So like I remember whenever we met people, they'd be like, oh, your, your brother doesn't look like you. Who's he? Like, I'm like, oh, he's so pale. But you're Yikes. like, you're not as pale. Like you, you guys oh look so different. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I don't think I acknowledge it as a bad thing until like I hit puberty mm. and I was like, oh, self-conscious. And yeah. But yeah, I think with, yeah, as like the whole beauty industry in in Asia mainly like capitalizes on yeah. it. Because like you have all those brightening, whitening, 
products to make your skin lighter, even though like a lot of them are very bad for your skin as well. That's really bad. Like people yeah. are willing to like put their skin through hell in order to make them whiter. Like that's really really bad. Yeah, I was watching this um like mini documentary about about like how in the Philippines, um even though um these products have alarming amounts of mercury in them and it's like yeah. illegal like the people who import them like they they allow it to be smuggled in because they have this like whole like concept like this kind of like idea like oh i'm actually helping all these like people because they're gonna be paler and they're gonna look better and i'm like what like you are literally helping them die yeah <laughs> you know I just I just find it so wild that like this whole like skin paler skin is better idea is like so so like toxic that people think that that actually putting toxic chemicals is better than you know just living and just like not caring about your skin color like yeah it like it, it puts that um what do you call it is it a saying beauty's pain i don't know if it's natural yeah but it really puts yeah. that into action like bro exactly and like that honestly applies to a lot of things that like a lot of standards that women mainly like suffer through in order to to adhere to like like in ancient china they used to have foot binding where they would literally just like bind their feet together like crush it until it was like completely crushed and they would like have to hobble whenever they walked everywhere in order to have small feet or something that was terrible honestly like it would leave them like in a lot of pain like they didn't have like anesthetics or anything to make it yeah that was terrible and then we have like high heels i guess although not not as painful but they can be painful because apparently we're supposed to be tall with long legs and I, I think that's mainly very eurocentric as well because of course in yeah. the west they're tall mm-hmm. they're not so tall but we should embrace that like it's okay to not be tall like i think that is also like like an insecurity that i um was aware of when i was young like not not really like tall. not really though like when i was younger like I was, I grew, I grew faster than most of the other girls. Like I got mm. taller, not really. I'm not that tall though. I'm not even tall. I'm just average. But then when I stopped and then like everyone else kept growing, I guess, I was like, <laughs> why am I not growing? And they'd be like, oh yeah, you're not tall. Like everyone, cause like when I was younger, everyone would like be like, oh, you're so tall for your age. And I'd be like, so happy. I'd be like, yes, being tall. Yes, yeah. dominance. this is a good thing. And then when I wasn't growing, they'd be like... Wait, this is a... You're literally narrating the story of my life, though. Oh, what, what really? What? Yeah! Dude, when I was 12, I would go back to Indonesia, and all these people would be like, oh, so you're graduating high school, right? And I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 12? <laughs> what do you mean? And yeah. like, wow, you're so tall! And I'm like, yeah, I'm asserting <laughs> my dominance. Exactly, man. Because, like, in our countries, like, most of the women are pretty short, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, like, yeah, especially how we have a lot of white people in our school. I feel like... like I know, right? I feel so... 
like I, I hate being I can't Mexican. assert my dominance yeah exactly <laughs> and it just like it makes me so insecure whenever people like ask oh how tall are you I'm like not that tall and they're like oh you're only that tall like that tall that small like I'll be like yeah I just I don't like it and I I shouldn't be like this because I am grateful for my height because I could be short like short short but I am average at least but yeah. I think in in general I think height should be something that should be like accepted like no one should yeah because I am guilty of like teasing others for being short so I'm because I'm, <laughs> I'm no. sure about my own height <laughs> so yeah uh, this is yeah this is really just like my own sort of like scolding to just like make sure to like I guess be mindful because I know a lot of people are insecure of their heights mm-hmm. and we shouldn't like put like someone's because I feel like the taller you are like the more not not respect but like like the cooler you are I guess wow yeah I guess yeah so if you're short you're like oh that's that's kind of sad like oh you're like a kid or something like no it's fine like what are you talking about we actually interesting enough I feel like height is kind of a beauty standard that kind of puts pressure more pressure on males maybe because I don't know like like, I remember talking to some people and they were like um I think you were there I think you were there as well but they were like oh yeah I can't I don't like it when the guy's shorter than me like oh yeah it's like unnatural or something like that something along the lines of and they're not the first person they're not the first people to tell me that because like I've talked to other people that yeah. have felt the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just thinking, like, why do we think that? Like, why do they have to be told? Why does the guy have to be told? I know, right? That just uh, that I think that goes into like gender, societal gender roles. Yeah, that's a whole new topic. Like, assert the dominant. <laughs> yeah, the protector, the breadwinner. Oh my gosh. We, you know, my brother, he's he started hitting puberty, right? So he's oh, really? he's <gasps> that was so early. What? Wait, what? He's yeah, taller he's than you? Like, he's well, he's starting to grow taller than. Oh okay, yeah. Oh my gosh, because no, I think, yeah, I'm I'm really af- not I'm not afraid, but like I'm I'm going to be sad <laughs> the day my brother is taller than me. But like height is definitely something that affected my brother like a lot, really? like real, like because he was. He was really, really small as a child, like really small, and everyone would be like, "Oh, he's so cute, he's so cute," and he like he'd hate it. And he's he's a late bloomer as well. He only hit puberty like in September, and right now it's July, so not not that long ago. He's like fifteen, I think. Yeah, so he did hit puberty really late, and only now he started growing taller. But like because he was so short, not he wasn't so short, but he was. He was short, okay. On a small? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, he was usually, like, the shortest of the class every school we went to. And, like, because of that, he's he has, like, a major inferiority complex. And I just feel so bad. Aww. Yeah. It really affects guys, honestly. Like, because, like, whenever we ask him, oh, why are you so insecure? You should just try and be confident. He'd be like, I can't. You need to have height to be confident. I'd be like, no, what do you mean? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wait, I mean, I don't think I relate 
it, to the same level, but like, yeah, I kind of feel like I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't assert my dominance. Yeah. But lately, since my brother has started hitting puberty, and you know, the inevit- in- inevitable is he's gonna be taller than me. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm like, I'm gonna force him to to piggy to to piggyback rides, so he's gonna carry me. Oh lol. <laughs> Big sister wow. things, you know? Yeah. I'm Whoa. Like, I may be shorter, but I can still assert my dominance. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Wait, how old's your brother? Um, I think like he's starting senior school. Like so he's 12? So yeah. Oh yeah. wow. I feel like in my head he's he's still like this child. What? He's <laughs> he's so he's so he acts kind of baby. I would agree. Yeah. yeah. He still has chubby cheeks. Oh. He's growing taller. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dude, just, our siblings are growing. <laughs> they're they're not babies anymore. I mean, you still have baby siblings. <laughs> yeah, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> you're like go but wait speaking of children not to sound really creepy but but like being on social media has made me realize how the beauty ideal for a woman is scarily similar to a child huh really like what yeah really? like the whole like like people people are like saying like it's kind of like that's why there's a lot of like child predators oh because like because like okay like basically they're like oh i want them like women have to be hairless and no acne and they're like some people want submissive but like yeah oh you know, oh that i kind see. of thing Someone very no. innocent, but like to another level mm. of innocent, you know? Yeah, I think I think there's a major problem with sexualizing very youthful things. Oh no, like, yeah, that's you true. Know, like the whole like, you know, like how they're like, like literally think of all the female Halloween costumes, like yeah. Schoolgirl, a schoolgirl outfit, like why is that a Halloween costume? Mm. Like, why is it like like meet sexy like that's so weird you know <laughs> yeah, yeah and like ugh, I don't know I, I feel like it it kind of gives some adults this excuse like oh yeah um I didn't know that they were underage or something like that because they're like they're like, oh yeah, I'm just, you know, they look of age or something oh, like that. God. Wait, that's not what I meant, but like, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah I get you, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, just why are you into children? That is just really, really messed up, honestly. Like, God, no, no. I think also like, I guess it would also be like, oh yeah, because they're younger, they. Like when they age, they won't like be so I don't know. Cause like if you marry not married, but like if you're with I guess an a, I don't know. 
because like you know as you grow older you'll get wrinkles you'll get all these imperfections which aren't really imperfections because mm-hmm. they're natural but like they're yeah. usually unappealing and they'd be like oh yeah i'm yeah. not really in love with you anymore let me just leave you alone or something but like with a child it's like ah oh, yes decades of togetherness because you are still oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then they take your money as you die oh yeah yeah <laughs> No, yeah, actually, I kind of, like, I don't know, I feel like, like, women, they're like, oh, when she's old and wrinkly, she's kind of useless, which is very dehumanizing, like, I, yeah. I feel like that kind of concept is still pretty much alive, like, you know, maybe that, maybe that is partly why they take children, they want children, they're like, ooh, you know, easier to manipulate, yeah, easier, and they're, better looking or something like that I don't know like mm, okay that's a bit weird you know yeah and like you know like all those like just like in general ageism like there's there's like so much like so many people are so are doing as as much as they can to look younger when aging yeah. it's like such a natural process like everything exactly is going to age and eventually die like you can't <laughs> stay young forever yeah. yeah exactly like why why is youth considered beauty like i feel like there's also beauty in growing up or growing older yeah. you know like all your like wisdom being useful well. and that yeah exactly like like being cute and innocent like there's also a sense like you could also argue there's also a sense of immaturity you know yeah exactly yeah definitely you know but just (laughs) it's just frustrating it's like you know but also as I said before like like you know even if you don't find those things beautiful like it doesn't mean that you should they they don't they're not to be respected you know they're still people yeah exactly and like We're bad for old people i know right i feel so bad. so lonely yeah they just need love they need your love please don't outcast them just because they're old like yeah, exactly like there was this show that there was this live action uh not live action sorry reality show that i was watching where there was this like um preschool um that was basically um like preschool children um, in preschool, they would play and do like the things like a normal preschool, but they would do it with old people. Oh. Um, and like, I, I found that really nice because it's like, you know, kind of like a multi-generational thing. And also kind of like, also like these old people aren't lonely. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, they're not like, they're not just wasting away in some old people home waiting for <laughs> death or something, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Like actually doing something and interacting with these children. And I feel like they, they had a lot to teach to these children. And I realized this is kind of getting off topic. So um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that brings us to the last, um, little bullet point we have on this doc yeah <laughs> which is what is beauty to us now after all these life experiences at the ripe age of 17 i'm still baby so well i mean i'm still very young so i don't really know what, <laughs> what beauty is you know yeah. i'm like i don't know i think i think for me right now it's 
it, beauty is like kind of like self-acceptance and self-love like like I think there's nothing more attractive than someone who is comfortable in their own skin and not trying to be someone who they're not mm-hmm. and maybe to other people they're not considered beautiful and like obviously they're gonna have some some moments where they feel like they're not good enough or insecure but but they kind of embrace that as well and they're like yeah I this is a part of me and I don't always have to look you know aesthetically pleasing all the time you know like yeah like because they're human you know what's what makes them human is the imperfection so I think right now that's what beauty is for me but it's I think it's gonna change in the future yeah definitely yeah what about you? I want to hear your thoughts. Um, I don't know. I think beauty is definitely a concept which has, it's just so, I think it's so, what do you call it? I always get these two words mixed up. It's either objective or subjective, but it's like, it's the one that means it's like your own opinion. Which one is it? Let me go. I don't know. <laughs> don't know English we don't know her okay yeah yeah so it's subjective not in I mean influenced by your own personal feelings so yeah it's so subjective like I think personally um beauty although there is definitely like a visual aspect to it but like what's going to make me like like the raw essence of beauty which I'd be attracted to is not just like visual appeal but it would Mm. also be like the person's character and like just how good natured they are like because although okay although beauty will fade away in quotation marks like although that isn't something that we should like be against or like Mm. outcast like cast away like Mm your character is not going to change like it's going to like it really it just it makes you who you are like you're yeah I don't know how to explain it but like someone's character is like probably like what's going what you're going to distinguish them by the most yeah that's what you're going to be with that's what you're going to be putting up with I feel like this is like talking about a relationship but like this this can be applied to like anything (laughs) but yeah because like yeah your personality basically yeah I'm just gonna end yeah. With that. <laughs> yeah 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 I I was just I mean yeah like for me I'm not gonna be all pretentious and be like oh like like oh I don't see people's appearances and stuff because like I think I think the the bias is something that we've kind of been raised in you know yeah. like obviously there's gonna be a bias but I think yeah. what's important is being able to decipher like that is a bias and that's not that's not necessarily that's not necessarily who you're supposed to be so I think I think Mm, some parts of me are like you know there are certain looks that I may be attracted to but most importantly it's what's in their heart (laughs) sorry that was kind of cringe so I had to say it like that (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. well yeah yeah definitely because it's it's like you can't make the visual aspect of that person like the deciding factor whether I want to befriend them Mm -hmm. I want to like be with them like it's got to be the character because that is essentially what you're going to be putting up with you know 
Wait, can I ask you a question? Mm -hmm. um, when it comes to being making friends with someone, do you ever do you ever put in their looks as a factor? Because um, some people have said that they've considered it through their looks, and I was like, what? Really? So I was curious. Like, hmm, let me think. I feel like in the past, um, in the past. Like, like there would be times they'd be like, oh, this new, this new person in like school or something. And they'd like be popular because of their looks. And I'd be like, oh, I want to be friends though. But like nowadays, because obviously I've learned, obviously there are definitely people who look pretty, but with bad characters. So I feel like if I can sort of learn, sort of get like an idea of what they're like, and then that that's what's and whether that appeals to me or not that's what i'm going to be chasing for not chasing for but <laughs> that's what i'm going to be going for yeah yeah i just find it really interesting how like i think for quite for the majority of people looks is a factor that people put in for romantic relationships but i don't think people really do that for friendships you know and it's yeah like, that would be, I don't know, like, I feel like... Like, I wonder why. Because, mm, I know, right? You know? That's a weird thought. Yeah. I feel like, I don't, I feel like that would be so, like, like, that is not a good reason to be friends. So, like, oh, they look pretty, let me be friends. With them. Like, yeah. I, I, it's, it could be interpreted as, like, you want to be friends them for personal gain. Like, oh, yeah, if they look pretty... And they'll be popular and I'll be popular. Something like that. I don't know. That's just how I interpret it. Like that is just I feel like that was what I was doing when I was like really young. Cause I was like, mm. yeah. And that was terrible. Don't worry. I've changed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like just don't you find it interesting how how it's kind of norm more normalized though for romantic relationships to care about looks like like even I don't know, I was just thinking like that, like, I'm not saying I don't look at when I think someone, when I'm romantically attracted to someone, I'm like, oh, I don't see their looks because, like, I'm not perfect, but, like, I just find it interesting, like, like, why, why is, why is there more importance when it's a romantic relationship? I know, right? Mm. Maybe that just something to think about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think like one theory could just be like the primitive nature of humankind. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is really interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna think about that because <laughs> I don't really I don't, I'm really I really did. I, I, this was just a simple question, but then I was like, wait, there's something deeper to this. Yeah. So yeah, let's let's just end it here. So. Yeah. Bye, Sol. Bye, Ori. That was a very the end of interesting bread and butter. Talk. <laughs>